0: Welcome to the Casual Planeswalker Podcast, the show made by casual players for casual players. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Casual Planeswalker Podcast, your absolute favorite Magic podcast. How do I know? I just do. <laughs> uh this week uh we have a couple of uh guest hosts and of course the the normal crew. I'm Brad, I'm Josh,
1: it's Leroy/Eric. slash
0: Then we got this should uh be where everybody else says who
2: they are. <laughs> We're all kind of politely <laughs> waiting for the other person to say something.
0: Yeah. No, no, I insist you first. No you. That's Stewie. I mean
2: I was about to yell one of his catchphrases, but I realized I probably shouldn't. Ah, <laughs> wouldn't matter. We're going to cut uh, all this out anyway. It's nice to be here with Casual Planeswalker. And <laughs> hey, there's some good things to say. Yes.
0: Yeah, so who knew that we were going to have Stewie on the show? <laughs> oh, we're uh, going to get sued. I thought you invited him. <laughs> <laughs> so we also have a couple more more guest hosts. Uh, I'll just say my
2: name now. Okay, this is Nick.
0: Yay. This is and DJ. this is Zach. <laughs> Yay, okay, longest, Yay, there we go. I did it. The Guinness guy is here recording the time as the longest intro ever made on a podcast. Yay,
3: we did it. Can we go home and eat candy now?
2: You okay? To, aren't you already home or did they send you out to the treehouse again?
3: They make me record outside.
0: I'm in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. All right, so uh this is uh another big Weekend for Magic is the uh, release event for New Phyrexia. Uh, unfortunately, I believe not, none of us were able to go to the release event. Uh, as you heard last week, we did get to go to the pre-release and had quite a good time with the the new set. But um, yeah, I think we're probably gonna discuss a few more of our you know things that we've been seeing over the past week since the pre-release, how the cards are actually working out and a little bit of speculation. I'm going to throw that out there. Um. So yeah, let's let's get started with uh, talking about the future of magic, or at least what we think the future of magic might be. So Zach, uh, I know you've been you've been looking into some uh, speculation, should we say, about uh, the upcoming new set. So what have you found?
4: Well, I I guess we should start with m12 m12 is is going to be the next big release and what we have on m12 so far is basically just a a picture and the number of cards in the set but the picture we have is of the five planeswalkers who we assume will be reprinted in m12 and we have a couple significant uh switches we've lost ajani and gained uh, gideon jura Liliana vess uh will not be in the set but it looks like Soren Markov will be taking her place. Okay. So uh,
0: this is based purely based off of the picture on the cover of the set, which actually shows the Planeswalkers. Mm-hmm. So what are the rumors you've you've heard uh, swirling around? A lot of people th-
4: think that because the Titans and M11 were so successful, that there'll be something similar, uh, something new to look forward to that will get people to to buy M12 when they most likely already will have play sets of, of most of the cards so probably expect some big new bombs and and pray that they don't reprint jace <laughs> at, le- at least not the mind sculptor
3: jace the mind destroyer
0: yeah obviously uh they've been doing quite well with uh 2011 i think was pretty solid and a lot of people really liked it or m11 i guess
4: yeah m11 was great i mean i think it's the first time that we bought a box of uh of a, a new standard set, new core set like
0: that. Yeah, I don't know if it was, you know, our inexperience as players or something, but I remember thinking of the core set as as just boring and and weak uh, when I first started playing Magic. Did you guys have that same experience? I remember like on the boxes and stuff, it would say it would say advanced level as opposed to expert level right. that would be on the booster packs. And the stuff.
3: arbitrary expert level to buy 15 card packs, yes. Yeah. It does add a little bit of a, something where you don't really want to buy the core set, though, because you see that and you're like, I'm not just advanced,
0: I'm going to be expert. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and plus they had white borders around the yeah. card. Yeah, that was the worst. That was the worst. <clears throat> I started playing in in 5th edition,
4: so I s- still have a few of those old white border cards, and and it was awful because at, at that point our, our casual group was not using sleeves and so they got so dirty so quick, it was disgusting.
0: Yeah, I, I wasn't a huge fan of that myself. I'm really glad they did away with that, you know, sort of making you feel bad for for buying the core set by punishing you with white borders. It's like buying the
3: bagged cereal of Magic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Aw, it's Malto Meal again.
4: <laughs> so I'm I'm hoping for something new from the planeswalkers. I assume they'll they'll mostly be reprints, but hopefully Jace the Mind Sculptor won't be back. It it would be
3: it's probably just going to be Jace Beleren.
4: I I hope so. It'd be nice to have him out of standard, uh, once Innistrad comes out. Yeah. Innistrad? What what is Innistrad? <laughs> so does everybody have the the preview picture up? I mean, this is everywhere on online, uh, but you can find Wizard's announcement for Innistrad, which will be first in the Innistrad block, coming out at the end of September, uh, just in time for Halloween. Uh, it looks like it's judging from the the picture on the announcement, it, it looks like it's going to be pretty goth. I, I've heard some people comment something like Torment combined with Ravnica, so that's that's exciting to me.
3: Sounds kind of cool. Well, the what is it? Horror lurks within, was it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
4: horror lurks, lurks within, and a couple of people I, I've seen on a couple of message boards, people claiming that Innistrad means "city of horror." Uh, so if we are indeed returning to Ravnica here, um, it looks like a a very different Ravnica, with the possibility of Liliana Vess uh, overseeing the
3: operation. Yeah, that'd be kind of sick. Go a little dark twist on it. <laughs> Maybe this will be the the set where they start out really dark and then good comes in and changes it. It's like a sweeping good invasion.
4: That 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 would be a change up from the previous.
3: I mean the the general theme seems to be that there's this, you know, awesome thing and something horrible happens and now it's sad. Yeah. I mean I guess there has to be some huge battle at some point. I mean there's really no like hey, guess what, they learned how to co coexist. <laughs> <laughs> all of the, like every, All the cards are just like draw cards <laughs> <laughs> if, if if you both control one of each card type You draw the game oh, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> Nice
0: Just like cards that give your opponents life and stuff <laughs> Everybody gains 10 life Yeah Why not? I think that would be the least successful magic set ever printed. <laughs> I'm going to follow. Possibly. Homelands, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Homelands still might give it a run for the money. You, you can still buy
4: Homelands boosters cheaper than you can buy any other booster there is.
3: <laughs> Even cheaper than uh, Kamigawa?
0: I'm pretty sure. I don't know.
3: Wow. I mean, I missed that whole...
0: Anything. If you're looking for a cheap fuel during the winter, <laughs> look <laughs> up Homelands.
3: Homelands, guys.
2: probably don't even give off
0: warmth. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> they actually create, yeah, a little vacuum, which just sucks all life, light and heat from it.
4: <laughs> you hold but um, if ahead. you check out this, this Innistrad picture, it's not only Liliana Vest, but uh she looks ten years younger. She's lost the uh scars that were... Uh, sort of her defining characteristic before, and uh, you can see a, a guy in the background with a smoldering chest wound, and her sitting on a throne.
2: Yeah. Uh,
4: full moon in the background, a couple of zombies or vampires hiding out in little nooks. It's uh, it, it's pretty scary. It looks like it might be pretty cool. It, it, kind of what I'm hoping for is a, a reprint or a, a new version of Liliana Vest that would be the new. Jace the Mind Sculptor, something that would make, uh, um, Mono Black really desirable again. I guess Phyrexian Obliterator, if, if it didn't already, if that didn't already do it for you, uh, new Liliana Vest might.
3: Well, the term desirable definitely comes into mind with the thigh-high boots.
2: Liliana Vest the
3: desirable. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying.
2: Liliana Vest the S&M Queen. Oh dear. <laughs> This set is going to be terrible. No children under 17 allowed to play.
0: <laughs> now, actually, I think that might be the highest-selling Magic yeah. set ever. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
3: All of a sudden, they tapped into a new market.
2: <laughs> People that don't even play Magic are like, <laughs> wait, what? No.
3: You could, on cards? Really? I'm, how much? It's like the new Pokemon cards. <laughs> Everyone's just walking around for <laughs> <to> them. <laughs> <Everybody's just laughs> It's just everybody's trading them at, like, the office and stuff. Be like, hey, man, you got one of those new uh, Liliana? Yeah, dude, I got a Chandra. I'll trade you. <laughs> that
0: took a very
4: dark turn. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you already thought some of the people that you meet at uh, casual events are need to see a little bit more of the sun, I, I don't think that would help the clientele
0: any.
2: <laughs> Unless they made the cards with a specific ink that made them
3: only visible if you went out into the sun. <laughs> Aha.
0: You've done it. You've cracked the code. There we go.
3: So, what's this commander thing? I think it's like a an attempt to create uh EDH focused decks. Did you know oh, are 100 h- card singletons. Sorry, sorry, I know I just jumped completely into another topic, but My...
4: Well, it's it's what we we have we have to look forward to in the
2: next few months, so
3: Seems like a lot of stuff's coming out soonish.
0: Yeah. I am certainly like actually in love with the, a card named Death by Dragons just because it's called Death by Dragons. <laughs> it is pretty funny too.
2: I'm excited for that and some two H G. Yeah. It's like, oh look, there's and especially with uh, you know, a little card that I know is one of your favorites is Pandemonium. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray. Dragons everywhere and people take five damage.
0: So, yeah, Zach, have you been uh researching this commander the format. I've yeah, well, I've only looked into it a
4: a little bit. It's just it's the new multiplayer product. Um, 2009 was Plane Chase. 2010 was Arch Enemy. 2011, uh, will be Magic the Gathering. Commander, is the name of the product, and it basically is just wizards finding their way into a a format created by players. Uh, so they will sell you the hundred card, uh, EDH deck, uh, for thirty bucks. And there are some, some new cards that will be printed in the set for the first time. 50, 51 to be exact.
0: Okay. Huh. That's kinda cool. So they've, they've released a few of the, I guess, legendary creatures. There's a few of those. Nin the Pain Artist. Yeah. That's, I think
2: that one's kinda silly. Stuffy Doll. It, oh. It is kinda oh. Silly. <laughs> That's nice.
0: So it's a legendary Vidalkin Wizard, uh, for a blue and a red, it's a one-one. You can pay X, a blue and a red, and tap her, and it says Nin the Paint Artist deals X damage to target creature. That creature's controller draws X cards.
2: Mm-hmm. Stuffy doll, stuffy doll, <laughs> stuffy doll. That's interesting. I really she looks like, so. like uh, an at
3: acolyte of Niv Mizzet or something. Yeah, that's what it is.
0: Yeah. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Awesome.
3: <laughs> what is it? Uh, is it? We can make. Uh, we can make them. Uh... Legitimate now.
0: <laughs> from back from Ravnica. I just think it's funny
2: that she's a pain artist. It's like, yeah. how artistic can you be with pain? I guess pretty artistic, but I wouldn't well, consider it art. She's, she's but like you a- know what I mean? I wouldn't know. I don't know if I'd consider that art. It's kind of going back to the I whole. Yeah, well, yeah, just okay, tattoos. That's what she does. Your See, body. Is is it, it actually doesn't... looks
4: like the instrument that she has in her hand there.
2: It actually kind of does. Once you
3: said that, I was like, huh. That is
2: why I do not want tattoos. <laughs> yeah. It's like,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: let me just stab you a few thousand times. Do you have a picture on your arm? <laughs> I can just, I'll be... just get one of those little wet ones that you just like lick and stick, and then call it good. <laughs> so,
3: I I don't, I don't quite understand the idea here. Do you just? Is there one deck you buy?
2: No, there are,
4: there are five different 100-card decks, and uh, each of the commanders are a, a wedge, which, you know, they're, they're three different colors. Uh, the only one that I can find now, the only one that they've, they've spoiled is Corridor Ghost Chieftain, and he's a legendary centaur spirit. Uh, costs five, and black, green, and white to play. He costs one less for each creature card in your graveyard, so that's almost almost made for a commander.
3: Throw him in with any sort of reanimates type stuff, and you'd be pretty sick. Yep, he's got black
2: there, green there, white there. You know, each of those can reanimate or reuse cards. Yeah. And his second ability
4: is during each of your turns, you may cast one creature card from your
2: graveyard. I feel like he should be unblockable. Just, I know that's a blue... Blue mechanic entirely, but every time I see a ghost or like spirit, I'm always like, How are things blocking that? Like, <laughs> He's a hey, really thick spirit. He's kind of ephemeral. Really I'm just dense. gonna, what's up? I'm just gonna, you know, see this wall? Just gonna walk through it. Sorry. <laughs> oh, you attacked me with your sword. That's cute.
0: <laughs> I love his flavor text. It says, Death tried to uncrown me, but now I return, king of a greater realm.
2: Ooh, ooh and yeah, you would be enjoying that card because it is at least two of your favorite colors <laughs> yes yeah. i don't
0: know why they threw that wussy white in there but <laughs> green yourself. and black all the way
2: if only it were green black red then you'd be really happy
3: yeah so they're kind of doing what they did with the um cold snap like the 51 new cards they are saying they're just they're not going to be legal and standard extended or block these are just decks no, there's there's 51 new cards they're going to be making for it. Oh, I see. What you're yeah. Saying. Yes.
0: This one, this I don't. You guys, did you check out the Arch- Archangel of Strife? Yeah. yeah. You can really? Choose war, or peace. Isn't yeah. that crazy? Yeah. Easy? As it comes into the battlefield, each player chooses war or peace. Creatures <laughs> controlled by players who chose war get plus three plus O. Oh. Creatures controlled by players who chose peace get plus O oh, plus three. It's a six six flyer for seven five and two white. Let's
3: see. The problem with that card is that like everyone kind of gets stuff. It's like Howling Mine. They annoy me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this this almost seems like an unglued card.
3: You know what I mean though.
2: Like well, it's just yeah. like
4: <sighs> chooses war or peace is a little
0: funny. Yeah, that's, that's silly.
2: Do you guys, if somebody uh, just put up the link for the the actual decks with the you got little previews on there. They don't tell you what exactly they do, but you get little glimpses of the pictures. One huh? of them. The red, black, white. It's a human uh, cleric. Human cleric. It looks Ooh, like it's white and probably really red. Cool or white and black, like I that. can't tell. I like that it's a cleric because I used to play a cleric deck.
1: Ooh. And the
2: art looks pretty cute. And by cute, I mean pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> but you got pretty cool looking cards here. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So and so of the two reflections. Blah, blah, blah. Just
4: the dream is down scrolls.
2: there. Oh, there you go. And uh, you just got some pretty cool cards in here that... Look, they look like they might have some promise to and them, but the I can't. Party tell. is next month. Oh. oh snap! There's a minotaur monk. You thought you'd oh. seen it all, ladies and gentlemen. This <laughs> is definitely something to look for. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> he he looks.
4: It looks like all the plane chase dragons are back.
3: Yes, that's plus. The plus, you arc. have two
4: other options for your commander in each oh, of
3: yeah. packs. What's yeah. his name? Kismet. Is it Kismet the Devastator? Is it? No, is it, oh, is it the uh, Dreamer? Depends. Oros, no that's the white one, red it's one. Kismet the Devastator. Who's the Devastator? Yeah.
0: Oh. Uh, oh man. man. You got him. Him.
3: Yeah, you use him to
0: destroy- Numat! Numat,
3: yes. Right. To make me sad. Bane yeah. too many
2: things.
0: Destroying lands. <laughs> Not cool. Highlander law.
2: Oros is the event. Highlander. Highlander. Yes. Yeah. I don't Auro's think card. I think that the uh the cards on the right side here those ones are only two colored so I don't think they're options for
3: your general they look like they're just two of the major ah, colors they're just cool creatures that are in it the middle it's one the dragon
4: is, is, is the default general then
3: yeah it's the middle one I think well middle it's one is middle. probably the general because the you got the, yeah.
2: Shoot, the counter deck. yeah counter punch sounds like a delicious type of punch that you serve This at.
0: sounds fun hmm. so there's there's five of them. We'll have to buy one of each. and
3: Definitely going for the uh, Heavenly Inferno. I like... yeah, probably that one or...
2: the other one I've been eyeing is the Political Puppets one. Yeah. Just...
3: That's the other one I got on my
2: screen.
3: Yeah. Looks pretty I'd
2: cool. I'd probably
0: go for Devour for Power. Yeah.
3: Well, I'm surprised.
2: I'd yeah, yeah, Really? Devour, Devour for Power? For power. Or maybe Mirror Mastery. You also have the... yeah, you got the blue in there which seems a little bit... Counterpunch looks kinda cool. Um I
0: love the name Counterpunch. Yeah.
3: Yes. I think that's probably what's drawing me to it is that it's just Counterpunch. Uh meant. I think if it were called Table Punch, Nick would just die. I would have purchased <laughs> it and then I would have sued them for stealing my work.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I it's have... gonna go in our unglued set. Table punch table punch. <laughs>
2: punch the table at your friends. <laughs> I really that, want to know
0: what that is. The guy one of the guys in Counterpunch looks like a. Uh, General Grievous from Star Wars. Sorry. Oh. Cross, cross the nerd streams. Don't <laughs> cross
2: the streams. Now we'll never get the ladies.
0: Alright, so, uh, last week we talked a lot about, um, the pre-release and what we got to see from New Phyrexia, but, um, I'm kind of curious to hear, uh, what, uh, Zach and, and DJ have thought about it. I mean, we all got to, you know, talk about some of our favorite cards and mechanics and stuff um uh, zach uh what what were some of the what are some of the favorite cards that you've seen you know coming out of the the discussions after the pre-release and also you know we talked a lot about it before the re- pre-release and we all had we all went together to uh the event in Denver so you know what have what have been some of your favorite cards from uh new Phyrexia so far
4: well the the obvious uh favorites are the heavy hitters of course everyone loves. Karn, it's going to be hard to get a hold of him. Phyrexian Obliterator is uh, obviously a great addition to Mono Black. One card that I think was initially overlooked, but people are, are coming around to pretty quickly once they see how it works, is Spell Spellskite. Yeah, 0-4 uh, Artifact Creature for 2. And for 1, uh, Blue Phyrexian Mana he can change a target of target spell or ability to Spellskite. So uh, he can absorb all, all sorts of things. He's just sort of a... N- not quite a, a, a counter spell, but at least a redirect uh, out there for one Phyrexian mana.
3: He's Hexmage protection for your Planeswalkers.
2: It'd be really funny if you could create some sort of combo with that and something that could give something Shroud at instant speed. Because then you could just be like, I'll change that to this thing and give it Shroud. (laughs) I think at that point, though, if you can give something Shroud, you could probably just avoid. Yeah. Yeah, that's just kind of stupid for me to say.
4: (laughs) I mean, the the limitation on him is, of course, that you're only going to be able to make him the target of things for which he is a legitimate target. Correct. So that 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 narrows him down a bit. So he um, couldn't. Um,
3: is he an artifact? I forget. Yes, he is. Okay. Well, that actually kind of helps that he's an artifact. That makes him a little bit more soakable because he can pull like an artifact kill spell or something like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, can't and DJ, uh, you actually wrote a. Nice, uh, article on our website at casualplaneswalker.com about the five reasons to be excited for new Phyrexia. What's, uh, you want to walk us through a couple, a couple of those? Mm, sure. <laughs> First, I will read my yes. wonderful article. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that I paid somebody $50 to write. <laughs>
0: that
3: was Just left my name on it.
1: I was most excited, I guess, like everyone else about the uh, Phyrexian mana, where you can pay 2 mana instead of that color. So what you can do with a lot of those spells is just put them in any deck. They have things like a Medic Mutation. That's a green spell that pumps creatures, but now with Pyrexian mana you can just pay life and put it anywhere. Like I said, uh, it would probably be least expected in blue. So like you tap out 10 mana for Jin Cataxius. And then somebody tries to burn him away or dismember him. Well, if you have a mutation, then you can save him instead of losing all that mana. And then they'd be have, they'd have to mill all their cards or discard (laughs) their hand. Yeah.
3: You mill yourself if you're not careful with him real quick.
1: Mm -hmm. Hopefully you can win with that. Yeah. Yeah. They can't do anything.
3: It's my only fear with him is that like if you're not I i don't know, it's like if you're not sort of winning already, you know what I mean, like it's no. not a good idea to play him well like it, it, say you're playing uh it, I don't think he's really viable in constructed, okay, so you're gonna have to be playing like some sort of sealed or draft now, mm-hmm. you're gonna be playing a forty card deck, you're gonna be down to about thirty cards at least if you play the land every turn. You have, yeah, like less than thirty cards left in your deck. I can't think do it off the top of my head. It's like twenty-five, so that puts you on a four-turn clock before you mail yourself.
1: Mm -hmm. And so,
3: I I just I'm not that big of a fan of him, honestly.
1: I think the best thing is that he turns games around. Like if your opponent has card advantage, then you play Jinkataxius, and all that's going to be gone. Yeah,
3: but if your opponent has anything on the table...
1: Well, then you already lost. <laughs> <laughs>
3: so that's what I'm saying. Like, It's not like he's not going to make you like go from losing to winning. If you're winning, he'll smash face, I think. Mm-hmm. like He'll lock the game down. He'll, he'll put like a... I don't know. It, it'd basically be like a soft lock on the win if you're already winning. But I don't think he would make you win. Because you'd have, like I said, four turns to turn the game around, so... Maybe I don't know. Four turns you could kill if you had something to kill whatever was blocking you, and there'd probably I be a pretty be a,
4: a pretty kick in general in a mono blue EDH deck.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That'd be sad.
4: Card deck and your opponent's maximum <laughs> size is reduced by seven.
3: You wouldn't have any mana ramp, so you'd have to wait till the tenth turn. But
4: I, I, I'm sure people will find ways to play in... Mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Him, throw, throw him in a sneak attack deck, Brad. <laughs>
3: if nothing else, he would make them lose their hand.
4: Yeah. Unless, of course, Leroy's got out a Fencer's um, Journal. No maximum hand size reduced by seven. Infinity reduced
3: Yeah. is... Mm-hmm. You're welcome. <laughs> is seven less than infinity? <laughs> Darn it. You are so close to infinity. Anybody who knows math is crying.
4: <laughs> but, uh, GGA bring up another good point with Dismember. I think that's a, a fantastic card. Oh, yeah. yeah. Target creature gets minus five, um, minus five until end turn and costs one and two black Phyrexian mana. So that's another thing that nobody's going to, to expect if you throw that into a, a deck that's primarily white, green.
2: Yeah. Even if you can splash one of those, like, even if you can splash one of those black, it's still, if you can, you know, pay two life and two, that's still a ridiculous cost for minus five, minus five. I mean, I remember when Last Gasp from, like, the Ravnica set was one of the, like, most irritating cards. I can't imagine being, like, for three, giving something minus five, minus five, crap. For two, giving something, you know, just, like, or one, even. Like, oh, they only have one untapped. Okay, I'm fine. da 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 dead. And you're like, ah. (laughs)
1: There now goes I have a Baneslayer launch you.
3: Yeah. Goodbye, Baneslayer. Too bad you were worth like $30 in your prime. <laughs> nah. That's why you gotta sell those things off. Jace is already going down in value.
2: Oh, thank goodness. It's about time. It's only took like a year and a half.
3: Well, I sold mine, so I'm happy. <laughs> I never opened one, so. <laughs> well, maybe you should play more drafts. Huh. I should probably do that. Except for money. Or you can be like me and play all the online drafts and then open up a r- real money card and go, aww. <laughs> You're like, yes, there's absolutely no... Well, that's the other positive thing, is there's
2: no reason to actually hang on to money cards simply for the sake of them being money cards, because you can't really do a whole ton with them.
3: Well, if you get the whole set, they'll send it to you physically. So, Wait, really? Yeah.
2: Oh, I didn't know that.
3: Yeah, so it's, it's kind of a cool deal. If I pulled one of the money cards, I think I would make it a point. To get the set so I could have the real ones.
0: <laughs> it's
3: probably cheaper and easier to do. Yeah, you might as well.
0: Nick's yep. beginning a Magic Online career as we speak.
3: <laughs> what? Shush.
0: Click, 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 click.
3: It's all I play. It's much easier. You don't have Zach, cards you... <laughs> littering the floor.
0: Um, you mentioned a few other cards that sort of caught your attention. Um, sort of, I guess, the underdogs of the set or something. Because uh, last week we did really, you know, we talked about a lot of the heavy hitters and stuff. I see... You've been talking about uh, Spine Thopter. What do you like about Spine Thopter? Really? Well, I mean,
4: it's just a it's a two one flyer for two and a blue Phyrexian. I had three in my sealed deck, and a couple times the game pretty close to winning the game for me. Just having, I, I think a, a skies deck is a pretty good way to go in a limited setting right now, and so. I like Spine Thopter, uh, another good Phyrexian mana creature is Vault Scourge in black for one in a black Phyrexian. He's a 1-1 one, one flying lifelink. I don't think I played a game where he didn't hit the table on, on, uh, one side or the other.
3: See, I played with him and I just, I felt like he was lackluster. And I'm the negative one today.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really like many of these cards. I thought uh, that they were poopy. <laughs>
4: Well, I mean, for 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 a common, he's, okay, he's he's yeah. I I I really don't like going deep into rares and, and things because in limited settings, which is what I like best, obviously I'm not going to get those rares that I'm pining after. So Volt Scourge, Spine Thopter cards like even uncommons, I'm I'm of course not going to bank on, but something like Tezzeret's Gambit, three and a Phyrexian mana, draw two cards, then prol- proliferate. I think is pretty pretty sweet. DJ mentioned in his article, Grim Affliction, put a minus one, minus one counter on target creature, then proliferate for two in a, in a swamp. That's Um, that's an instant. That, that, that's really solid removal, uh, right now. I, I I just focus on the commons and uncommons because they're what I'm more likely to see.
3: Yeah, you're probably a lot smarter than I am, so. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all like, I'm going to draft Jace and then I'm going to get a, Island. Mm-hmm. Another island. Just <laughs> I'm liking the lands. Islands. Everyone's passing these lands around. They don't realize there's only one in each pack. <laughs> <laughs> these silly people, they're not gonna have any lands.
1: Yes. <laughs> then they pull
3: out the box of lands, you're like, that's cheating. <laughs> like, you didn't draft that.
1: Yes. Yeah, so when you guys were playing at the pre release and everything, did you guys see blighted agent being used a lot? The one one black bowl with infect? Unblockable.
2: Unblockable with infect. Yes. That, that seems like something wondering. that would
0: be awesome. Is that right? Yeah.
1: I did not. I didn't even
0: see that card. That that's pretty awesome. It's
2: like hello, ten turn clock
0: instantly. <laughs> yeah. Hello, give you
2: equipment. Nah. Yeah. yeah. He,
4: he is awesome. I think he only hit the board once in a game that I was playing, and uh, I responded with a pith driller. Yeah, like I don't
0: I don't think we talked about piss driller last time. That's a good card to think about actually yeah it's it's one of those really good uh, what is it? Is it a common or an uncommon? No, it's a common' I don't have so few of them <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's one
3: of those commons. yeah, but they're like it's not really a common. we were just kidding. <laughs> it's common, but no one has them. You're like, hmm,
0: <laughs> it reminds me a little bit of uh yeah, I don't know. But anyways, Pith Driller is uh, four colorless and a black Phyrexian. When it comes into the battlefield, you put a minus one minus one counter on target creature. And I think most importantly, it's a two four, which is just a solid body in that that uh, limited setting. So it's it's a common, um, it's an artifact creature. But so it, there's a lot of creatures in New Phyrexia that have a one toughness. So that Put a negative one, negative one counter on target creature is really effective in that environment. So basically, you're likely to be getting rid of one of their creature cards and putting a two four, which is a pretty decent defender and not a bad attacker, I guess, in that format.
4: Yeah, he's, he's good. Um, I won one game in Sealed last weekend with Pith Driller with a barbed battle gear on it. Oh. Which is plus four, minus one for it equips for two, threw out an Invisible Mancer and made him unblockable.
0: That's awesome. Yeah.
4: So as far as uh, synergy with with scars, I think I think new Phyrexia is pretty awesome.
0: So I think that pretty much wraps it up for uh, for this week's discussion. Um, obviously, we're all enjoying a lot of the new cards coming out in new Phyrexia, and now that you know the release event has actually happened, we can really look forward to seeing these cards in action. So, there's a lot to look forward to. Um, make sure to keep checking back at our website, casualplaneswalker.com. And we've got a lot of articles. We've got, we've got articles going up every day. And, uh, Nick, you've been working on the comics still. So you, have put a, uh, the first couple of, what are they called in, with a webcomic? Is that an issue or?
2: Insta- I guess issue, installment, whatever you want to call it.
0: Installment, okay. So the first two issues, installments, whatever of the, uh, casual planeswalker, Webcomic are up on the site and that's going to be continuing.
2: I hope so. And Until I run out of great ideas. Then I'll blame <laughs> everyone else and throw my table out of the window or something.
0: So table then we'll punch. Just <laughs> table punch. have a contest and pay somebody a million, idea, million dollars for good ideas. Oh, that's too many.
4: And remember yeah. to uh, follow us on Twitter, TCP Walker, and uh, to like us on Facebook at the Casual Planeswalker
0: page. That's a good call. Uh, We have plenty of content coming out from both of those sources every day. We post a lot of links and basically our thoughts on on magic throughout the day. So definitely check that out. You know, we already took 10 or 15 minutes to introduce ourselves. So why don't we just end it on a quick note (laughs) and say, uh, you know, signing off from the Casual Planeswalker crew and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening, everyone. Be sure to look us up at www.casualplaneswalker.com or search for the Casual Planeswalker on Facebook to keep in touch and stay up to date with all the latest news we're bringing to you.
2: Thanks for waking my cowlick.